0: You're Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we begin a two part conversation with Isha Jerome and State of Hoppy from the Soda Pod, talking all things Minnesota Wild, some of the recent extensions, as well as a deep dive into whether or not it makes sense for the Wild to try to trade Kevin Fiala for a proven center. We also talk some free agency as well. So, uh, part one of that conversation coming to you here today. Before we get there, though, Wanted to uh, talk a little bit about the Stanley Cup final as well, now that uh, it is over and the Tampa Bay Lightning have been victoriously crowned as repeat champions uh, with the Stanley Cup title. So we'll do that a little bit before hopping into that conversation with Isha and State of Hoppy. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last couple of seasons, exclusively covering your Minnesota Wild. Happy to have you along on a Thursday edition of Lockdown Wild. And as mentioned, the Tampa Bay Lightning taking care of business in the Stanley Cup final last night over the Montreal Canadiens, uh, winning in shutout fashion. And I don't know if we should be surprised by that fact, considering that um, it was Andre Vasilevsky in net. And, uh, boy, he was brilliant in the series. Uh, Another shutout in a potential series clinching game for uh, the elite goaltending uh, goalie ace for the Tampa Bay Lightning, he had 22 saves in the game, and just one goal was all that was needed from Ross Colton for the Lightning to win their second consecutive Stanley Cup trophy. And so, after all of the craziness, all of the uh, the frantic push to get back. Uh, to a semi-regular season this year, seeing it start without fans and with a pretty full stadium in Tampa Bay. Uh, It was great to get back to a little sense of normalcy with the NHL season and hopefully we get closer yet to normal with next year's season and beyond. So uh, a great season finished with uh, a dominant performance by Andre Vasilevsky, and uh, congratulations to the Montreal Canadiens, kind of shocking the world getting to the Stanley Cup final, but uh, the Lightning showed last night that they just were too deep and uh, too dominant for the Canadians to uh, be able to come away with the win. So now we officially, I mean, the Wild have been in off-season mode for a little while, but uh, officially now we move into off-season mode with uh, some big things coming up. The expansion draft on July 21st and the NHL draft on July 23rd and then free agency starts on July 28th. So things are going to start to move here relatively quickly and uh, we'll continue part of uh, our summer guest season here on Locked on Wild as well as uh, taking deep dives into some bigger topics as well. So Let's get on to the uh, the main course here for today. Part one of our conversation with the Soda Pod, Isha, Jerome, and State of Hoppy. Here comes part one. Very happy to have a couple of guests for today's episode of Locked On Wild. None other than the dynamic duo of Isha, Jerome, and State of Hoppy of the Soda Pod joining us to talk all things Minnesota Wild. Gentlemen, welcome to Locked On Wild. How are things going?
1: Oh, so happy to be here, and yes, that is his real name, State of Hoppy. Just want to just want to say that to everybody listening.
2: I, I told him the first couple episodes I did to them, Seth, like, yeah, man, you can just call me by my first name.
1: <laughs> you are State of Hoppy, oh, and to and be I honest, we're already, pissing, we're already pissing <laughs> off his bosses, Hoppy, look at that. Honestly, I forgot your name was Scott for the first three months of working together. Your brother, who came on our podcast, dropped your name, and I was like, oh yeah,
0: like, Who? Who's that? He's not State of Hoppy. He actually has a name. It's a persona. Um, Gentlemen, I want to, usually I do this at the end, but since this is the first time I've had you guys both on the show, I want to take a little time at the beginning for you guys to explain the soda pod, what all goes into it, and uh, just enlighten our locked-on audience as to what they can expect from an episode of the soda pod.
1: Well, you can expect a lot of things from the SodaPod. We're dropping three episodes a week now, and every episode throughout the week's a little bit different. The Monday episode, we try to feature some guest talk... All Things NHL. Uh, We do a fun segment where we highlight uh, the best hot mics in sports and then get our guests and uh, get Hoppy to to vote on which one they liked better. So a lot of fun, a lot of interactive and just general hockey talk, generally Monday. Wednesday, we have just a lot of fun. We talk about uh, some of our better choices in life, and then Hoppy and I debate a hockey topic. (laughs) And then Friday, it's All Things Minnesota Wild. Even if there's no news throughout the week, Hoppy and I will go dig in and we and we find something to talk about um you know hence the name soda pod we also uh, love to dive into craft beer particularly craft beer in the great state of minnesota and uh, feature various breweries um master brewers and owners of uh, of breweries in, in minnesota and uh, you know love to talk hockey with them and, and and pump them on the show as well and that's about the gist of it eh hoppy i don't know if i missed anything there
2: No, and then just a lot of us yelling at each other and correcting each other on shit, like you emphasizing their soda pod. You know, naturally, we talk about beer. Like, wait, what?
1: (laughs) Soda pod is what I meant to say.
2: Put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah, well, look.
1: Walking sodies. (laughs) <laughs> text textbook you know soda pod am I'm, I'm already a couple beers in so i'm not surprised that uh that my punctuation is off
0: yeah it's uh it, it just it just flows it just starts to flow a little bit better sometimes the boat rocks and you know you just you just go with it well- I meant enunciation, but anyways, potato, potato. It it, it works out. (laughs) It's time to take your sports betting to the next level with betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. The Stanley Cup final may be over, but the NBA final is just getting rolling. Major League Baseball continues, plus UFC, MMA, PGA Tour, all the action you can think of, and plenty of ways to place your bets. So before the next pitch, before the opening tip, The opening bell, the opening tea time, whatever it may be. Head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as your favorite teams push through their seasons. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code On at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. So, obviously, Stanley Cup Final is uh, is nearing its completion, and so we're going to be going full into off-season mode. Wild fans have been there for a while already, which has led to, I, I lose track of the number of things that have already set Wild Twitter off. The Capri's off. Thing that uh, that happened a couple of weeks ago in which um, I'm I'm going to be fully honest. I had some fun with that and tried to uh, to throw some gasoline on the fire for the whole. Uh, he's in Russia and, you know, he's having a really good time here. Not sure if he's going to come back. Talks Seth, have gone cold.
1: He's not coming yeah, back. He's he's got, uh,
0: he's got his data. He's done. He's going to become the Steven Seagal of the KHL. <laughs> like he's just he's ready to just do that. So that set everybody off. The Jewel Erickson-Eck contract set a few people off in that it was either too long or too much money. I, I can't keep track of which. Um, and so we're going to try to set some people off again with a couple of other topics here tonight. But I just wanted to just quickly get your guys' reaction to the Jewel Erickson-Eck contract. Eight years, $42 million. We got our second-line center, theoretically, or first line, depending on who you ask um hoppy i'll start with you what did you think of the uh the extension do you like the terms the money do you like it or do you think we uh we gambled a little bit
2: well it's funny we actually just talked about this recording our show with uh, our friend derek Felksa. or felska damn it i said it (laughs) always does (laughs) um anyways uh, i think by and large uh i'm pretty content with the deal there's a lot of people that are trying to say that this is an absolute steal I'm not there but there's also people that are upset it's hard to get too upset over this the one good point that Derek brought up on ours is that we got a lot of players that are getting a good chunk of change for a lot of years and you're going to get to a point where you're pretty stuck with the roster you have so that's a concern but When you look at a guy that's 24 years old, this is literally taking him through his best years of his career, 24 through 32. Worst case scenario with what I've seen so far is that he is elite, maybe not the right word, but an upper echelon defensive shutdown center for your third line. And that's if everything falls off with the offense, right? So at that point, you're, you're maybe a little overpaying for that. But guess what? If you actually want to contend for cups, you need that in your lineup. Yeah. So, you know, looking at the upside and some of the steps he's made recently, hey, if he can continue that trajectory, then you're probably coming out getting a pretty solid deal. But the, the, the length is
0: questionable, I guess. Isha, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean jumping off of that eight you sign anyone to eight years, you know, he better be your guy and you better be confident that he can perform to the level in which he earned that contract for those eight years. Billy Garen, he goes all in on his guys. We've seen it with with Dean. now we see it with with Ericsson Eck. And I think more so for me is the the potential for injuries what's concerning with the long-term deal. Look, if he would have taken a 6-year deal versus an 8-year, the cap Hit on the contract would have been higher. That's just that's just how these negotiations work. So if you look at the actual average value per per season, it's not bad at all for what you're getting of Ericssonek. And even if. On average, he puts up 17 to 22 goals. That's enough offense from a guy who has the defensive side of his game that he shows, which again, Hoppy said is is almost at that elite level where you can stomach that contract. Hell, you can even say that that's a fair contract. Injury again, that's what concerns me because this guy is meant to play a hard style of game. He's a yep. defensive forward. He pisses off everybody on the opposition and, it's, and I still don't know how he's got. A, he's got a, like a cute baby face there. What does this guy say? <laughs> Sorry, you got to press the beep button again. But honestly, like, what is this guy saying on there that pisses off everybody? That's what you value from this guy, and he backs it up with his play as well. So if he continues to play that style of game. We haven't seen him have too many injuries in his young career thus far, but let's say four or five years down the road where this wild team should be, you know, knee deep in their window to compete for a Stanley Cup. And if he falls off due to just being banged up leading up to that, then you have, you know, potentially three more years on that deal where you would have to make some changes. You know, maybe Kuznodinov and Rossi at that point are solidified centers and Ek is playing literally the third line role at that time, but is, you know, costing you so much money. How are you supposed to move on? That's my real concern to this. And to say what Hoppy said as well, you, they have the wild have a lot of contracts locked up. Some of them, well, I'd say half of them, no move clauses, no trade clauses you kind of have to go with what you have now. Um, One thing I do like to uh, liked about it though, is you said, Seth, that yeah, they locked, they locked in their potential third, second line center. Hell, they've locked in their only center right now. So yeah. if they can not acquire a center via trade, I know there's Sam Reinhardt, Jack Eichel, there's other names circulating. Um, Hoppy and I talked about on the soda pod, uh, Christian Dvorak could be another possibility. If, if the Wild and Billy Garen cannot bring in that top center, you know, this off season or even this season. And if Marco Rossi and Kuznitov don't pop in the next two years, at least there's somebody there who yeah. can match up against top lines in the national hockey league. And it can give this team a chance to compete, uh, even to get into the playoffs again.
2: Yeah. When oh, Seth, let me, let me tee you up here too. Cause you sure. said the goal here was to rile people up, right? Yeah. We're, we're, we're kind of okay at best. that. Yeah, it's, it's fun. We stir the pot. Um, <laughs> So he mentioned a very reasonable number there, right? Four to five years being when we might be able to push. In Russo's recent uh, polls that he threw out there, there was a hefty number of people who said that the Wild would be in the Stanley Cup Finals in two to three years. Uh, I'll I'll let you go off first since this is your show. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Boy, that is...
1: Use your mind, not your heart here, Seth.
0: I think (laughs) that's the start. I think three years is the start of when we can start having that conversation. Because and that's the elite level, right? Yeah. That's when
1: like they're there for a few years in a row.
0: Like that's the aggressive, like that is an accelerated timeline to get to three years, I feel like, because you know, the thing that I look at with this Erickson Eck deal is that part of it, and this is not something that'll ever be admitted out loud, part of it was done from necessity. Because after Erickson Eck, who do we have on this roster right now for centers? we got Nico Sturm. Victor Rusk. Victor we have Rusk. not even going to mention that guy's name. Victor um, Rusk. We also have potentially Ryan Hartman slotting into a spot and potentially Nick Bugstad sliding into a spot. So the cupboard is, is not super full at this point And you then need to see Marco Rossi come onto the roster, take a huge step up. You need to see Matt Boldy make this roster, take a huge step up. You need to see Kustin Dinoff, as you said, step into this roster and kind of come out of nowhere and take a huge step up. You need to have some other signings that you make. And so this is all stuff that, you know, you can't just have it come together in like two seasons, two off seasons, going back to playing the central and playing the rest of the NHL in a normal schedule. The expectation is that there's going to be a little bit of a falling off, a little bit of a, a coming back down to normal. So you gotta, you gotta Not take playing in the West. <laughs> yeah, you gotta take that into account as well. And so, yeah, I would say, I would say three years is like beginning of the potential window for this thing to open up. And so, like two years, I mean. We're well, not imagine. we're not the Kraken. We're not just going to get this roster and just go nuts with it. Like
1: Well, imagine you're you're 4 years down the road and you can start having contracts come off the books too and if the team's already almost there, those contracts come off the books and you can add more to the puzzle than yep. oh, you're then you're just laughing at that point. So they could pop earlier and be competitive, but they're not going to take that step to be elite until this team can really be built without any chains holding them down in, in
0: those contracts that were, you know, in fairness to Billy Garen, were signed before he was even there. Right. For sure. Today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Who knows? And why wait while the person behind the counter orders their parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to RockAuto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving do it yourselfers for over 20 years. RockAuto.com's prices are reliably low for every customer. And they have everything you could need, from brake parts, tail lamps, and motor oil to even new carpet. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All at rockauto.com. Yeah, this is this is just his mess to deal with. Like, he... He came in. I don't know if either of you watched the show community, but he came back to the apartment with pizzas and the fire, like the apartment's just on fire. And yeah. he's like, he's Donald Glover. And he's like, okay, what did I miss? What happens? And so Seth,
1: I, I wrote a paper in university, how this is literally the darkest timeline because the Vancouver Canucks lost to Boston. And uh, I still believe it to be that.
2: Oh, call, all right. We're not going to talk about Vancouver <laughs> anymore on this. And Seth, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. When you Somewhat questioned whether Marco Rossi would be able to step in because uh, today on Twitter, there was a good 11 seconds of gold of him going around cones and shooting a puck. Beautiful. He is winning the Calder next year. Did you <laughs> did you watch the video?
0: I did, and uh, it took me a little bit after I watched it to kind of cool down. I watched it three times in a row, and I was like, whoa. So maybe the second half of my, of my statement there in that, like, Boldy and them are going to need to be the ones that come in and step up. Um, I would love to see it. I'd love to see Rossi on this team from the get-go next season because he's going to be at least the second best center on this team unless they go get somebody big already, I think. And so if he continues to just progress like he has, that'll be a Kirill Kaprizov level of boost to this team for him just simply being on the roster so i'm I'm here for it. I just I'm trying to as Minnesota fans do trying to just kind of tamper expectations and just wait for the inevitable devastating collapse to happen yeah
1: yet yeah, you just said that Marco Ross is gonna have a career caprizov impact
0: <laughs> you're you are talking to left brain and right brain right now like they just they both just like intertwine sentences
1: um I think he's gonna make an impact. I don't know. If- and in fairness and in all due respect to Caprizov that any of these rookies are going to make the impact that he did this year and that's just because he was a pro coming into this season too True. like we all knew that he was going to be able to play did we think he was going to play this good no i'm the first one to admit no i tempered my expectations last year and said that like he was still going to put up points and he was going to be one of the the better players on this team but i think it's more realistic given where Rossi's at both you know health-wise and recovery and also just his age and experience that he's not going to necessarily lead the Minnesota Wild in points next year but he will give he will be given every opportunity to succeed and i i see him getting maybe not the hardest matchups if he does make the wild roster but he's going to play minutes and he's going to be playing power play and he's going to be put in those positions to get his confidence going and be able to have room to play his game before the growing pains come in his sophomore season, where it's like, okay, now you're getting some harder matchups, bud, and uh, you have to take that next step in your development. Whereas, let's be honest, Carrillo Capriza played the highest level in the Olympics, the KHL. He knew that pressure and already had that aspect of his game, I think, covered. Where he just needed to get acclimated, uh, acclimated into the NHL game, and uh, he did there. I corrected myself, Hoppy. You don't have to <laughs> snicker. Over no, there.
2: no, I'm I'm snickering at you saying at the highest level in the Olympics, as they played against a bunch of bums. They were the only ones that had professionals.
1: <laughs> higher level in the Olympics.
0: Yeah. That's like, uh, that's that like, true. that's like going up against team Germany in the world baseball classic. It's like they have like a double a player and that's about it.
1: I, I just talked about this on, uh, on my YouTube channel, everyday hockey where that, you know, Gilbert Brulé, he ain't moving the needle for team Canada. I'll tell you that much in the <laughs> Olympics, but, <laughs> but anyways,
0: uh, good stuff. That will do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, part two of our conversation with the soda pod, Isha Jerome and State of Hoppy will join. Uh, will take place tomorrow. So we'll continue with this great conversation with those two, looking at uh, some potential free agent targets for the wild, as well as a couple of other things to get to as well. So make sure to check that out. Make sure to follow Locked on Wild. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can also find the show on Facebook and Twitter as well at Locked On Wild. And you can follow me, your fearless leader, Seth Topol, on Twitter as well at Seth Topes. So make sure to uh, enjoy the rest of your day. And Locked On Wild will be back for a brand new episode tomorrow. And you can find all new episodes every day as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.